Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for your ministry, your presence. Thank you for the prayers of the saints that touch the heart of God. Hallelujah. You notice the, uh, the last two Sundays we've met, we've had wonderful testimonies. And there's been no outline, and today there's not one either. I just want to talk to you today out of my heart. You know, every now and then you just need your pastor to talk to you out of his heart instead of preaching a sermon at you. Isn't that right, Wayne? You need that, don't we? I, uh, in honor of Bryant's incredible life, uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit and uh, I think if, if Bryant would have any message for us today, it would be, regardless of where you are, you can get there from here. Let me say that again. Regardless of where you are, regardless of what your circumstances are, you can get there from here, right where you are. I... Um, a guy who at his peak was 82 pounds at his peak uh, had touched and is touching myriads of people. His thumbprints are all over our ministry and uh, we were listened to in 50 countries last year. And uh, the story, you know, um, my Bishop, my overseeing pastor, uh, spoke something here in May of 16. I don't know if you got it, but Dina and I got it. He said, it may not be that God sent Steve and Dina to Bryant. It may be that God sent Bryant to Steve and Dina. No truer words have ever been spoken, and I hope you can understand the meaning of that. Uh, he absolutely, totally changed our life. How honored are we to have had him for these uh, 18 and a half years? Um, but the Lord uh, reminded me of something about uh, the journey of this. Uh, in the natural, there was no way. Uh, we were told he'd only live a few years, uh, certainly nothing like almost 19. We were told that uh, there would be uh, vicious times and that his um, uh, 
medical expenses would break us, we needed to go and immediately get government help. We would not be able to sustain this. Um, now, Al, uh, for somebody who had, um, wow, uh, very, very limited resources, to hear news like that was uh, devastating. Uh, but God said, you can get there from here. Uh, there were times when Bryant's medication was $3,000 a month over what insurance would pay. You try that on with a brand new by faith ministry with no guarantees and no reserves. But God said, you can get there from here. When we looked at the bills for Bryant's care over the years, it was at least a million dollars. You try that on a, a new ministry that had a mandate from God not to be out there raising money, and uh, you, you understand that sometimes the pastor of that ministry would put 70 cents of gas in his car because that's all he could operate on. You understand that the foreclosure guy comes to the door and knocks and is ready for the house to go into foreclosure in, on Monday. Uh, you try that one on for somebody who has no resources. But God said, you can get there from here. When you look and see an 18-year-old who amassed a $100,000 business of collectibles in those days from all over the world, who professionals would sit around the table and listen to his opinion about buying and selling and trading those collectibles, and you think, you can get there from here. The Lord reminded me of uh, when he would approach champions. He almost never approached somebody for a major assignment that had their life together. He almost never approached somebody who had it made. That almost never happened. He almost always looked. He reminded me of Moses when the Lord appeared to him in that burning bush. Here was Moses who had been wandering around out in the desert shepherding his father-in-law's sheep for multiple years. He was a fugitive. He tried to do what he thought was right and kill somebody. But you know, God said, you can get there from here. 
Hmm. That might be a message you guys need to preach at the jail. Uh, Ross, Joe. And God spoke to him. And you know what Moses' question was? Who should I tell them sent me? Who are you? And God said, tell them I am sent you. Moses is kind of like me. I am, I am who? I am what? I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know what God was saying? I am all that you would ever need at any time for anything. I am. Do you know I am? If you do, you can get there from here. I saw how God chose a man named Gideon, and Gideon was scared to death. He was petrified, beating out wheat in a wine press. The Midianites had taken over the Israelites, and God said, sent an angel, and he said, this is hilarious. Greetings, you great mighty warrior, you mighty man of valor. Gideon wasn't having anything of it. But can I tell you something? Here was a man petrified, running for his life, and God said, Greetings, you mighty man of valor. Don't ever forget this. God thinks more of you than you think of yourself. And see, if you'd ever get revelation of that, God see, thinks more of you than you think of yourself. If you would ever get revelation of that, you can get there from here. You can get there from here. And the angel of the Lord said, I have chosen you to lead my people out of the hand of the Midianites. And here's it. Here's Gideon's next question. Why? Why what? The next two words, listen. Why has all this happened to us? If God is with us, he said, why has all this happened to us? What's the all this in your life? Are you broke? Do you have shortages every month? You just don't have enough to meet your needs, much less the needs of others. Is it your children? Are they all broken and their lives all messed up? Are they, have they wandered away from the Lord? Are they struggling? What's the all this in your life? Is it your kids? What about your grandchildren? Do you have to lay awake at night and intercede for them? Because the all this has to do with the choices they are, make, are making. What's your all this? Have you been diagnosed with sickness in your body? And your all this is that sickness or the residual effects. What's your all this? Did somebody you love and you desperately needed, have they gone on to be with Jesus and left you alone? Did what you prayed for and believed and stood for not happen? What's your all this?
Is that job just such a dead end? And it never seems to get any better. Huh, what is your all this? Gideon said, why all this? If you're for us and with us, why all this? Can I tell you something? Your why will stop you from believing that you can get there from here. Never, ever was there ever a prolonged season in Bryant's life why he said, why all this and why me? If that becomes your inner focus, you're not going to get there. And Gideon said, why all this? And then he said, you've got to have the wrong man. See, I'm talking to some people today who have an assignment from the Lord. And you hadn't figured out yet who he is, and therefore you don't know who he is, you don't know who you are. You've got to start there. And you're still wondering, why all this? And then the next question Gideon said was, how can these things be? You don't understand. I am the least in my family, and my family has no regard in the children of Israel. We're the least of the whole tribe. Nobody respects us. And they said, besides that, nobody in my family listens to me. I'm the least in my own clan. Can I tell you something? One of the biggest drawbacks from you getting to where you can get there from here is if you listen to those closest to you because there's always going to be some naysayers close to you who will try to bring you down. Jesus' own family went on the road while he was ministering and tried to get him to get off the road and come home. Some of the people you love the most are the very people who will try to talk you out of getting there from here. Oh, yeah. Jesus said, a prophet's not without honor except in his own hometown, his own people. So can I ask you something? Who are you giving the most gravity to their words and their opinions? If they have more gravity than God's, you can't get there from here. Because the all, the, the all this will just drown you. And finally, God said to Gideon, you don't get it. I will go with you. I will go before you. And you will defeat the Midianites as one man. See, you're not factoring in who I am. Can I ask you something? Are you more absorbed in the condition of your life and the circumstances that have come against you and the pain that you feel? Are you focusing more on that than you are the great I am who is always more than you need at any given time for anything? I find that when I begin to get my focus off Jesus, 
King of kings and Lord of lords. The one under whose feet God has put all things. When I get my focus off Him, all this takes over. What's your all this? Go back to whose you are. Go back. What are you saying? I know in my heart, as your pastor, I know that God has called some of you to go on to another season in your life that you just don't think you're capable of. God has begun to put dreams and visions and, and pushes and, and impressions in you. And God is already saying to some of you, you're going to take new ground that you've never had before. And you are feeling so inadequate, overwhelmed. If you continue to focus on how inadequate you are and overwhelmed, you're going to miss the power of the I am. If God is assigning you to do it, he has already granted you the resources to win. That is not up for grabs. But are you settled on that? If you're not settled on that, you're not going to walk through successfully where you've got to go to fulfill the assignment God's got for you. I'll look through the Bible and I see people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s getting called to new areas, new realms of opportunity, and new realms of responsibility, new assignments. You can't let your all this stand in the way. God has got to become our focus, and we can get anywhere he leads us. Thank you for indulging me in a personal story that God sent a little boy that became a mighty man at 18 and taught me just about everything I know about walking and choosing to trust in the Lord with all my heart and not lean on my own understanding. I wonder if you'd bow your heads with me today. Let's just be quiet before the Lord for a minute. Jeff, if you'll play as the Spirit leads you, and we will... Uh, I want you to talk to the Lord about and ask Him, God, is there something you're trying to say to me about who you are and therefore who I am? Forgive me for not thinking of myself the way you think of me. Would you ask the Lord to begin to reveal to you what you got to do? You may not want to do what you know you got to do. But if you'll humble yourself before the Lord and you'll focus on Him and not the assignment, He'll get you through with success. So I ask the Lord to give you a new revelation of who He is and who you are in His eyes and then ask Him to reveal to you where you have let all this 
cause you to really doubt that He has called you out, out of His love, to do what He's assigned you to do. The truth is God saw every choice you were ever going to make and He chose you anyway. He chose you as the parents of those children. He chose you to abandon all your preconceived notions and ideas and submit to Him and His Lordship. You know, sometimes before He can lead you on that journey, you got to be stripped of all of your own dreams and plans that are hindering you, of all the past where you wonder, God, why is all this? Can I tell you something? All this has already been redeemed. <laughs> all this has already been redeemed. Do you know that Jesus saw all this before you ever were born into this earth? And he knew you could be faithful to do what he's asked and called you to do. What an honor. What an honor. Some of you have loved ones, husbands, wives, who have been struggling and suffering for a long time and you can't fix it. Boy, is the, the most painful thing in the world is to love somebody so much and not be able to fix them when they're hurting. Man, that's, that's rough. But can I tell you something? Maybe you ought to not think about that. Maybe you ought to give God praise that He knew you would be faithful, that He could trust you to be their parents. He could trust you to be their grandparents. He could trust you to be their friend. What an honor. And that honor is greater than pain. It doesn't make pain go away, but it's greater than pain. It gives you the energy to go forward. So maybe instead of saying, God, why did you not, or why did you, Maybe we ought to say, God, why did you consider me so honored and blessed that you could trust me with these children? You could trust me with this work. You could trust me to go through this issue and give praise to you. I don't get it. I don't even like it. but thank you. You can get there from here. Wherever you are today, however bleak it looks, turn your eyes on Jesus. He'll get you through. He can do what you can't do.
Father, I bless these now. I thank you for the great honor of being a shepherd in their life. Minister to them. Bless them, O oh God. Give them greater revelation of you. May they know beyond any shadow of a doubt that whatever you're assigning them, they can get there from here. We thank you for that marvelous word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope to see you next week. I plan to get back in the series. We'll see you. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.